listening in to our like 20 new listeners last week this is a yeah. podcast that exclusively deals with a 16-man fantasy <laughs> we're not going to give you any news on your league we're not going to provide any analysis and this is literally just entertainment so i don't know why you're listening gentlemen that was yeah. the photographer's debut album and lead song mr mike ryan what were your thoughts let me just wow for First of all, the production value on this podcast, you get 20 new listeners and we get the killers to record a song. Oh man, this is awesome. Oh, awesome. I don't know if there's hatred toward me or I just see this as all love, Byron. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is an honestly in honor of Mike Ryan being number one in points in this league, yeah. coming off of a, a historic win. I mean, this is, this is nothing but love for Mike Ryan and his accomplishments. Bravo, right. Michael. Bravo. Hey. Topping hey, the well scoreboard done. and topping the charts, Mr. Mike Ryan. Wow. I mean, last week was a, it was a rough week for all of us. I, I barely scraped out, uh, scraped out a win here, but it, it was very close to the podcast going 0-4. Like, yeah. it, was, it was pretty fucking close. Yeah, I mean, let's let's start with with your matchup, Byron. So um, you win ninety three point two to ninety two point one. I'm sure you were hiding under the cover somewhere, not watching the Monday night game. But this, you could have lost this. Uh, I mean, when a matchup's this close, you know, you could lose it a hundred different ways. Um, but uh, yeah, Tony Pollard runs it in from the one yard line. Um, it it, it could have gone any other way. So. I think, you know, you're happy to be three, and know, um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, luck, lucky to be there. Um, but Hey, wins a win three, and know, can't complain. Yeah. I, uh, just to add on to that, I was the 12th highest scorer and I beat the 13th highest scorer. So very lucky. And I think last week I was the 14th highest scorer and I beat the 15th highest scorer. So, uh, very lucky, very lucky, two lucky wins. Uh, you know, because you did my game. Oh, wait, no, actually, I've got to do Drew's game, just the way the way this works. Uh, 
and just as close to the game, we were already talking about the legend himself. Mike Ryan played the Darnstown Droosh. And my God, Mike Ryan won 117 to 114. Cooper Rush, who I think that might have been Mike's first free agency pickup. Definitely this year. Ever. ever. I don't know. <laughs> it might have been ever. It might have, <laughs> it might have been, been ever. ever. Legend himself comes through, wins it in a clutch fashion. Obviously, uh, the heartbreak there was uh, Brian and Ayuk and Jimmy Garoppolo failing on. What was that? Was that Sunday night or was that uh, the afternoon game? Yeah, that was Sunday. That was that was an awful Sunday night game. Getting my hopes up on the first drive, three catches, thirty nine yards, a touchdown, and then nothing. I think Jimmy Garoppolo went backwards from there. <laughs> that, out of the uh, end zone, straight out of the end zone. Yeah. So, uh, well, it was rocky, but like, honestly, would you rather lose? No, I told I told everybody I was rooting. I was rooting for Mike Ryan. You know, my my remote controller, uh, TV remote, might beg to differ um, on Sunday night. But but you know, came down to to the same same exact play that your game came came down to. If Tony Pollard takes that in instead of a fade to CD Lamb, then uh, you lose and I win. That's how close this league is right now. Absolutely. Not it's, only would I have won, by the way, mm-hmm. I would have won, but I wouldn't have covered. Wild. Yeah. It was a one point spread. Wow. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. It was very close. Yeah. And, you know, by the way, Dave, I just want to say that you are correct. I did not watch the game until the last two minutes. I, I thought the game was over and I turned it on to see what the score was. And I was like watching the, the, the Cowboys uh drive just ended and i was like oh shit <laughs> first yeah. catch was sterling shepherd <laughs> yeah you right know, he sterling shepherd and then the, the, the play that he tore his acl was going to him uh sad, sad for him great yeah. guy but uh but it looked like you were if if that drive continues you're probably gonna lose i i don't think i win i don't yeah. Also, um, that that was a crazy injury, by the way. I know this is not in the news, but did anyone see that? Like yeah. he just like walked, and he this, just walked. That's like the craziest non-contact. That wasn't like I he was trying to make a cut, which is usually how you see those non-contact. That was just like strolling on the field, and all of a sudden he falls down. So uh, yeah, I guess yeah. he must have injured it earlier, and like it was just hanging <laughs> off by a fucking thread, right? Yeah. <laughs> so official turf. We said that two plays came down to that Cooper rush. Uh, CD Lamb touchdown. I I lied. It was all. It was three games. All three of our top games last week came down to the same play. Um, Cooper Rush throwing it to CD Lamb. If instead Tony Pollard wins, Byron loses. But not only does Byron lose, but so does Tyler, who beat Joe's primo team one twenty four point five to one twenty one point zero two, eking it out um, with that CD Lamb touchdown. Obviously, if Zeke had scored two. Um, then Joe's Primo team would have won by more than he would have won if CD Lamb did not score that. But that in and of itself was enough to push Streets Meets to two and one and drop Joe's Primo team from the ranks of the undefeated uh, and, and partially due to what, what you were truly said last week. There's a coming back down to earth game at some point for Monroe St. Brown and Cooper Cup. Uh, instead of each averaging 25, they didn't combine for 25. Um, however, he did get a lot of good production out of Brees Hall, Devontae Parker, even Mac Jones, Matt Ryan, Ezekiel Elliott, all did 
uh, pretty well to balance that out. If he can keep getting that production out of the rest of his team and get Cooper Cup and Amon Ross St. Brown continuing to play like they are playing, even in uh, not great fantasy weeks, they played well. Um, he'll be, he'll still be scary. Um, I think that's a big if, but um, not all bad for, for Joe's Primo team. However, Street Smeets does eke it out in a nail biter. Well, I, I do have bad news, unfortunately, because this is uh, easy segue into the new segment. Mac Jones out for probably five to six weeks, supposed to be a severe high ankle sprain. Um, I Bill believe Belichick Bill Belichick said uh, day to day. Uh, day to day. We're taking a day to day. <laughs> said day to day 15 times in his press conference so definitely day to day uh so i mean obviously the hottest free agent wire is going to be hoyer gentlemen pick up your backups right like why not spend the dollar for the insurance policy right why is brian hoyer out there look at my look look who i picked up when (laughs) when uh trey lance went down i went and i got some random Brock Hurdy or well, I don't even know his name, Purdy. I don't know his name. He's the backup. I went and I got it just in case. I don't even know if he'll be the starter if Jimmy G goes down. Maybe I'll go sign somebody. Uh, but if he is, I got him. I think it's just get the backup for a dollar. Uh, I'm going to, by the time this airs, right, free agency or waiver wire probably has already run, um, unless you get it out tonight. But if you guys were Mike Ryan, Knowing that uh, Dak Prescott's coming back, Cooper Rush is coming, you know, his his starting time is coming to an end. Are you dropping Gardner Minshew? Spend 12 bucks on Hoyer? Keep that second QB? Keep this rung live? Oh, we, we, we can't try to... Are you trying to understand the mind of Mike Ryan right now? So, he's so, fucking five moves ahead of us, all right? Like, he's going to IR Minshew. Keep him. <laughs> Save there the six bucks. Forget to text the commissioner to get his six bucks and miss out. <laughs> I mean, but I think Garden Minshew is, uh, is is just he's a soul. You know, he he's a spirit animal to Mike Ryan. The two oh, I, the two are are one and the same human. Um, if Mike Ryan was in the NFL, <laughs> he would be Gardner Minshew. So I don't know if right. you can really drop your mascot. Um, that that's tough. But it's, spirit it's, animal or let, mascot? Let me ask you this, guys. Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen Gardner Minshew's mustache and Mike Ryan in the same room together? I have not. You have not. <laughs> I'm I just saying. Not. Cannot I'm say that saying. I have. I, I looked at that mustache. You're on to something. <laughs> I looked at that mustache from my middle. I know that face. <laughs> All right. Um, by the way, I skipped over it, but just to go over, uh, Vienna Rams lost to the Philly citywide 125 to 87. I know Kyle had to be pretty proud of that win. Um, yeah. the shout out to, uh, to Kyle and Philly citywide there. Um, yeah. Great defense thus far this year. They're, they're but I mean, 125 points, 81 points a game, but yes, I'm joking. Obviously Lamar in the revenge game. I think they take it personally when we pick against him. So I've learned my lesson. Uh, we'll get to that later. The uh, the uh, best TDs want uh, beat Fancy Footwork, who is very who's struggling right now, ninety three to sixty three. Uh, the Frederick Scrubs beat the Lewisburg Luchadors one hundred twenty nine to eighty four. Breezewood Nuts beat Peyton's Making Nachos one hundred eighteen to one hundred four. Unfortunately, Peyton's Making Nachos took advice from this podcast, uh, and it didn't work out well for him with Flacco. However, I don't know if there was no. a situation. 
um, uh, I, I don't think there, um, I don't think there was much of a combination. Maybe now it would have been close if he started. Nope. Connor wouldn't have, have done it. So, um, I, we were all kind of, you know, I was definitely hoping Daniel Jones didn't have a blow up game, but only 13.74 points, 10 points more wouldn't have been enough. And the, uh, the home run hitters beat the maniac loose cannons, 127 to 97 or 127 to 97. Um, so right now, gentlemen, I think before we get into our hot takes, because one of my hot takes has something to do with this trade. I think it's time that we talk about the trade. So uh, if you haven't heard, A.J. Brown, the Pennsylvania uh, have traded A.J. Brown to the Darnstown Drush. And in return, Darnstown Drush have given uh, Romeo Dobbs and dj Moore, uh, dave what are your thoughts on this trade haven't we learned you don't trade aj brown <laughs> i don't know i i actually i, I really like this for drew I, I know you're doubling down here on eagles receivers um and so the chances that both blow up in one week maybe not as great but you know we've seen aj brown uh you know will probably be a wide receiver one or, or at least projected wide receiver one all season um i know you were you were trying to talk yourself into dj Moore, but he is not that um and aj brown 43 dollars. i mean that's a solid salary if if you know he does finish as that wide receiver one um definitely in your keeper conversation next year so um i think it's fine for the for you competing this year for for the parakeets you know i i get it they're they're you know you kind of sold dobbs at a high um now we're three weeks in, so and this guy's a rookie. He might have a lot more, uh, uh, I guess, high weeks to come. Um, but you're taking a little risk on that. And but I think this was was Evans' plan coming into the year is is get cheap talent for next year and, and onward. Um, I just think maybe sold AJ Brown short because he was uh, decently priced. So I'm gonna give this trade a uh, I'm gonna go A minus for Drew and, and C plus for uh, for Evan. I. Uh, since Tyler's not here, I got to say, I think that's, that's kind of, I don't think this is the worst trade I've ever seen, but I, I think my issue with it is that it's too soon, right? Like we've seen Dobbs have one good game. Most of those, his catches were actually in the first couple of drives. And then he didn't do anything for the rest of the, I think he had like one or two more catches uh, in the second, third and fourth quarters combined. So, you know, we've got, an initial like okay there's something it was a really tough rush defense as well uh so the ground game wasn't working we know green bay really wants aj dillon and uh what's his face i'm sorry Aaron jones thank you uh to be going you know to really carry the offense with aaron Rodgers playing more of a support role in his i guess later years without Devonte adams uh at least that's what it's looking like in the initial parts of the season so i think maybe you caught romeo dobbs's best game Listen, I have no problem if you're saying, A.J. Brown, good asset under a good contract. Let me ship him out to a, a competitive team so that I can get picks in the future. That makes a lot of sense to me. But Romeo Dobbs, if you're putting all your face in this fourth-round pick, I, I don't know. Like I wish we had gotten to see maybe a couple more games before you make that kind of commitment. I think it's just kind of smart to also wait maybe to week six and seven 
before you trade these players, make it so these playoff teams are kind of like, they're struggling and they might need a replacement or they have an injury. I think that's when you maximize value, right? Right before the trade deadline. This is way too soon. I'm not really sure if the logic is there with this trade. I think the partner was great, right? Drew is the perfect person to target because DJ Moore was not playing well. You got a young player in the deal. This was an odd, this is a great thing. You just needed to add a first round pick onto this trade to make this work. So I thought you were going to say, because when players leave Drew's team, they tend to do a lot hey, that's, better. That's, that's what so I'm scared of. DJ Moore is going to blow think... up. Romeo Dobbs blowing yeah. up. That's what's going to happen. I, I'm sorry. AJ Brown has he's peaked already and he's going to go downhill <laughs> and Romeo Dobbs is going to be the next Devontae Adams and DJ Moore is going to go back to being the fringe, you know, high-end wide receiver too that I wanted him to be. Um, uh, yeah, no, I think um, what kind of sold me to, to pull the trigger on this trade was what Byron kind of said which was, I was like, oh, I want to see, I, I want to see um, Dobbs for two more weeks is what I was telling myself. I was like, do I want to pull this and sell, you know, obviously DJ Moore at his lowest possible cratered value. And then Dobbs, when I think he could be an ascending player. And then I realized I would still pull this trigger then um, uh, in that situation. And um, unless of course Dobbs turned into some freak of a monster, but if he, if he just has some solid games, I would he still turn into the, like AJ Brown, <laughs> you know, that's what, like, if he turns into something like that, right. Then I would have, then I lose this trade. Um, but then I thought if I'm going to pull it, then, then you should pull it now um, when there's, there's a little bit less risk, but I, I understand his thinking. I think, uh, you know, Dobbs is a, is a guy I was excited about. Right. I was really excited to have on my team. Um, so I hope he, I hope he does do well for him so that this trade is, is pretty even in, in the long run. Yeah. And I mean, we do know that the last time AJ Brown was involved in a, trade for a scrub that trade that scrub turned out to be goddamn the legend himself james fucking robinson <laughs> number three running back in our league currently or whatever it is so uh maybe it's my maybe my book. my other problem with this is as much as we thought pensive parakeets was was tanking this year they are literally four points away from being three and oh and they just got aj madison or not aj madison alexander Alexander Madison as a, as a second starting running back. And that was their weakness on this team. So um, you're probably coming into your, your, I mean, week four before that trade probably would have been their best week of the year. Um, yeah. So anyway, but he, he's got a plan and he is starting Dobbs and Lazard this week. We'll get into that later. <laughs> um, so my kind of hot take and, and I'm going to go, um, I guess, yeah, I'm going to stick in the same division here. Um, we saw a home run hitters team put up over 120 points, uh, a big game from Derrick Henry, um, 85 yards, touchdown catches this week, five catches, 50 yards. That's, it's not a, a huge or regular Derrick Henry thing. Um, so my hot take is, um, shoot, do we do hot takes? No, I'm starting hot takes. No, All right. We're, yeah, we're doing it right now. All right. So I'll stay in this division. I'll start the hot takes off. Uh, and I'll say the home run hitters team is going to be okay. When Derrick Henry scores over 20 points, the home run hitters will win their weeks this season. Is there okay? So that that's that your hot take is that if he scores 20 plus points, yep, then he will win. I mean, in general. So let, let's take a look at this. So he's got the home run hitters have Tom Brady, Mitch Trubisky, 
Derrick Henry, Kareem Hunt, Marvin Jones, Tyler Lockett, Drake London, Tyler Higby, Gano, and Chiefs defense. Okay, um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, and here, here's why. Because while this team has a solid core with Kareem Hunt and Tom Brady, I don't think Tom Brady it, – it's really hard to say because, honestly, we need to see what Tom Brady looks like when he has all of his weapons, right? Like, he doesn't have Julio Jones. He doesn't – he didn't have Michael Evans. Evans last week uh he hasn't had Chris Godwin but I, I'm just not sure if the Bucks team is actually that good so even with Tom Brady doing decent like 15 20 points and Derrick Henry doing 20 points I'm not sure if the points are going to be there for the rest of the team Marvin Jones not that good Tyler Lockett well he's been playing fairly well but let's face it Geno Smith is probably going to fail him eventually uh, and then Drake London, who I, I'm absolutely in love with, and I'm now sad that he was picked the pick before me in the rookie draft, I think is, is a good player. I'm just not a fan of Marcus Mariota. I, I don't think this team has that in it. I think this team, when Derrick Henry puts up plus 20 points, it's going to be scoring about 100 points. But without any bench, when we hit the bye weeks, I don't think this team can, can win more than 50% of their games. Yeah, no, I, um, I I agree. I think if Derrick Henry puts up 20 points, he is going to be competing in games. I just think that there are going to be too many games where he's hovering around, you know, with Derrick Henry, like he said, 100 to, to 110, and someone can, can still beat him, right? So there's another side to that coin, and I just don't think the rest of his team is consistent enough to score, at like, you know, around 10 points each. I think you're going to have a lot of, you know, um, floor games from Kareem Hunt under 10. I think you're going to have a lot of, Marvin Jones under around five points. I think you're going to have some floor games from Lockett in London too. Um, and, and obviously Mitch Trubisky is going to just hover around 10 to 12 points a week. I think sometimes going up a little bit, sometimes going down a little bit. So um, he'll be competitive at 20 points from Derek Henry. I just don't think he's going to win all those games. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's why he'll, he'll end up missing the playoffs. Gentlemen, you know what I just realized, and this is my hot take is that, the hot takes need to have a gambling aspect to this. We, we need to have some type of $100 pot that we are banking on this. When we say this is going to happen, I'm putting down $20 or whatever it is. Because honestly, does this podcast have enough gambling in it? I don't, I would say no. There's never no. enough gambling. I would, starting next week, we have to have a hot take. Hot take. Have to put... You know, All when right. you go to the grocery store and you buy salsa and there's the mild salsa and you're like okay this got a little heat to it yeah, a little flavor you taste it there's no heat to that thing this is not a hot take at all this is perfect man <laughs> i am all in <laughs> 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 even the mild salsa this is the sweet salsa you're like this yes is like this? Uh, this is ketchup dipping chips and ketchup i my uh my, I guess my cousin-in-law, we went out to, uh, this is just a story, anecdotal story, has nothing to do with football, but we went out to the Asian restaurant near my old house, Drew. I don't know if I ever took you there, if you even went. Uh, I was right next to the Fa place, and uh, we're I don't know you're yeah. yeah. Anyways, so she is not good with spice at all. She can't handle anything hot, and we bought her the mild, like, Cajun thing it was like as there's no spice whatsoever it was literally just flavoring and halfway through the dinner I, I'm, I look over and she's just sweating bullets and I'm like is this a thing she's like I'm fine I'm fine she's 
the waiter comes by and he's like, are, are you okay? And she's like, do you have milk? <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> it's a mom like, I'm stuffing my face, right? Like, like, what's wrong with you? I know she no jokes gets up, runs in the middle of dinner to the like 7-Eleven across the street and starts chugging milk <laughs> in, the, in the fucking lobby of the 7-Eleven. Goes up to the counter and the person's like, Buffalo Wild Wings or uh, the Urban <laughs> Crawfish Place. And she's like, the Urban Crawfish Place, it's really spicy. I, I think he assumed that she was having the mango habanero or whatever it nope. was. Not mild, but still a, a wonderful moment. There so is I hope. always think about that when I think about spice. And there's a little window into my life. So there you go. There I'll is hope for people like that. Since we're, we're, we're telling anecdotal stories, friend of the pod, uh, Jake Lipman, who's probably listening to this and also on our wait list to join this league. Um, he, he's my roommate. And when he moved in with me, uh, last year, um, this was a, this was a guy whose diet consisted of, uh, if he went to Buffalo Wild Wings, he would order chicken tenders. And if he was feeling adventurous, he'd get honey barbecue wings. Um, when we, whenever we cooked, we started cooking HelloFresh. The first time we cooked the recipe called for chili flakes. He like put a little tiny sprinkle. If it caused, called for sriracha, he put like a little drop in sriracha. And this man today, this man can eat anything. A year of living with me, I've turned this man into a guy who can't fucking eat goddamn sriracha mayo to a guy who will eat the spiciest thing on any, any, uh, any menu, or at least a spicy option on a menu. I'm proud of it. Jake, you'll be in the league soon. Both of those stories have nothing to do with fantasy. quite cute, but... Should we talk about a little football, boys? All Let's right, talk about fine. The listeners demand entertainment. Who are we to deny them? All right. So I think, I believe it's time for this week's prediction. And the team, the uh, matchup that we're going to go with first, Pensive Parakeets versus Streets Meets. The line is 32 points. In favor of Streets Meats. So Streets Meats is the favor, uh, favorite. Dave, who you got? Uh, How break this matchup down for me? Yeah, so I Streets Meat's gonna win this matchup. Um, definitely capable of putting up a lot of points. Uh, for whatever reason, my my gut just says Pensive will cover. That's a lot of points, and I think we've seen this year. Um, no one's really safe and, and this league's been very competitive and, and very close. So um, everything points to streets meets, um, you know, I'll, I'll take them to win, but I like parakeets to cover the, the 32 points, just too much for me. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, you know, I, I parakeets is going to cover. He has Romeo Dobbs and DJ Moore and they used to be on my team. They're no longer on my team. That means they are going to explode this week. I do think DJ Moore probably has his best game of the season. That's not saying much um, this week, as at least he competes for it. Dobbs. You think he'll get a fourth you know, catch this week? I think I think he'll get a fourth catch. Madison Pollard will put up points. Um, everyone on his roster is going to put up some points. They're all options. Um, so, so I think he keeps it close within 31 points, 32 points. Uh, I'll take, I'll take parakeets to cover listen uh so far i have not been right i mean we're we've been waiting to chat about pits for a while now but pits has not had the breakout game that we were all hoping for so 
I'm not doing so well, but you know what? I stick to my guns. I say Dobbs doesn't do well this week. He returns to his four catch, 32-yard performances. Give me streets meets. Let's see them just absolutely blow the doors down and take, uh, go what, three and one in their division. So uh, next matchup, we've got the Cartographers versus Joe's Primo team. The Cartographers are favorite by 23 points. So 23 point spread. Drew, who you got? I got Joe's Primo team. Uh, And in fact, I got Joe's Primo team as my, I'm just going to go ahead and say lock of the week. Um, I don't know why this is 23 points. Uh, I like Khalil Herbert. Maybe he'll put up 30 points again. Maybe Greg Dorch, like cartographers is going two weeks in a row under 100 points. I think they'll break out and have a big game. I think they'll probably win this game. Um, But when I look at the other side of the ledger and I saw that St. Brown and cup had subpar weeks, makes me think that they bounce back. Um, San Francisco is a tough defense, but Cooper cup is Cooper cup. Um, And I think Zeke Elliott will, will run on, on Washington's defense. I think um, Brees Hall shows signs of life. I think they have enough to keep it. And George Kittle is going to have, uh, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to get the ball out quickly against uh, San Francisco. And that's the only thing he can do as a quarterback um, is throw the ball fast and, and release it quickly. I think he's going to be looking for Kittle a lot. Um, and I think they keep this close. I, I just don't think this is a blowout game. I think cartographers wins, but I think it's close. Dave, who, uh, who you got in this matchup? Uh, I, I agree. I think you moved to, I think cartographers moves to four. No, um, I think Monday night, Joe's Primo team comes back and covers. Um, so I'll, I'll take Primo's against the spread, but I, I think Cartographers wins and moves to four now. I mean, listen, this has been a brutal matchup. And the fact that I have to endure, endure another fucking Monday night is just going to be brutal. But I'm saying this is my, my comeback week. And you know what? I'm reversing what? What? what I don't know two seasons of strategy. I'm picking myself. I'm picking. I'm taking the sleeve. Uh, uh, I'm taking out of Dave's book. Give me the cartographers. Give me them twenty three points. I got this. And not only that, fuck it, boys. I'm locking it in. Oh my god! So you're gonna win by thirty seven. Oh my fucking god! Wow, locking it in. All right, love it. The next matchup we've got is Mike Ryan versus oh. the home run hitters and boys. I think we have a podcast first because Mike Ryan is favored and not just favored by a little bit, but favored by 19 fucking points. Dave, tell me how this is fucking going to go. Uh, it is going to go exactly how we all think. I said on this, my hot take that when Derrick Henry scores 20 plus points, the home hitters, home run hitters are going to win their games for the rest of the season. Well, guess what, boys? They go against the Indianapolis Colts this week. I'm going to read you off what the Indianapolis Colts have given up so far this year. 73 yards, 84 yards, and 31 rush yards last week. In three games this year, they're averaging giving up 62 yards, and that is to every running back, every quarterback that runs the ball against them. They're averaging giving up 62 yards a game. Therefore, I do not think home run hitters and uh, Derrick Henry will score 20 points. I do not think home run hitters will win. I think this is Mike Ryan catching fire, showing us why he's the highest scoring team in the league. I am so confident not only 
Am I going to pick Mike Ryan? I am going to lock it in. I, I, I love it. I love it. I want some more of it. I agree. Um, I, I think also uh, there's going to be a storyline coming out of this week for, for, for Dallas. I think Cooper Rush is going to have his best game of the season. Um, he, if you watched the last game, uh, they were all saying he was a game manager in that game. He had two passes that were beautiful bombs that both should have been caught um, that would have made his stat line last week look a lot different and would have made the storylines last week look a lot different um, in terms of calling him a game manager in the second half when he needed him. He was 12 of 13 on the last two drives. Um, and I think he's going against a softer defense. I think he's going to tear up the the Washington uh, football team uh, commanders, commanders or whatever. There you go. You know, I think he's going to tear it up. I think Mike Ryan's going to, gonna, yeah, I think he's going to coast. You know what? I got to take my boy. Give me Mike Ryan. This is it. I'm, I'm with you guys. All right. Darnstown Drews versus Maniac Loose, Maniac Loose Cannons. Uh, this is also a pretty wide line. You know what? I'm going to actually take this because I just realized that, Drew, you can't talk about your own game. So I'm not prepared whatsoever. So you guys are going to have to bear with me as I stretch. Let's look at these two teams. All right. I'm, I'm going to the I know, I know you have I'm the talking teams. you through this. All right. I know so you have got, the teams memorized. You know where everyone <laughs> is. You're just eh, playing the game. Yeah, I'm looking at these teams, and I mean, you got Baker Mayfield for the loose cannons. The I mean, the bright side with the loose cannons is you got Trevor Lawrence. We really get to see who he is in the upcoming weeks because he's played very well over the last. It's getting better over the past three weeks. Uh, with Philly, it's going to probably be a high-scoring matchup, so you hope to see if Trevor Lawrence can keep up with Jalen Hurts, and I think this is going to be a good test for both of these young quarterbacks. So I'm interested in from an NFL and a you know manager standpoint. However, the rest of the team I'm getting very concerned with. Joe Mixon not going, going off. This is for the loose cannons. Chase Edmonds, clearly not the guy. Jerry Judy and the entire Denver audit, uh, offense seems not good chase claypool why is chase claypool still in your lineup for god's sake play anybody else um Jahan Doxon, even though he didn't have a good game might as well roll with the young man and chris olave young man that's that is a that's an exciting prospect that you have there but honestly he's tied to james winston uh james winston who is not a good quarterback so uh who knows he could have a bad week just as easily as he has a good week on the other hand you have this team that's looking better and better Jimmy Garoppolo obviously the one week's uh point I would say on this offense but now with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith Darnstown and Drews are looking very strong in my opinion you hope Austin Eckler starts to perform like Austin Eckler did last season uh but with Joe Burrow going against Tua Tagovailoa in a matchup of the quarterbacks in wow yeah wow man Tua has played the other two quarterbacks drafted in his draft class back-to-back weeks um, I'm going to say that Joe Burrow finally turns it on. Give me the Darnstown Drews. I think they win and they win handily. Who did not play Justin Herbert last week. That was Trevor Lawrence who did, but oh, all close. Is that true? Um, yeah. Shit. Uh, yeah. I think did it's, Tua, you know. did, did the Chargers play Jacksonville, Miami Jacksonville. at all? Or am I completely mistaken? Yeah, you're completely. Yeah, you're completely Ignore mistaken. that. I'm going to edit it out. I won't edit it out. <laughs> yeah. I don't work that hard. Uh, we'll Dave. write a song about it in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I, I mean, both teams one and two, um, you know, 
you lose this matchup and you're, you're in quite a bit of a hole heading into week five. Um, but I think Drew obviously made a trade. Um, this Manny Young team, I'm sorry, Chad, I just I can't trust you. Um, you had an okay week last week and you only put up 97 points. So I'm going to go with Drew here. I think they win and I think they covered the spread. Yeah, I'm going to uh, begrudgingly pick myself, even though I know AJ Brown is going to bust. Um, with that said, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think what's going to be the, the difference is if this isn't the week Eckler gets, gets right, then I'm, I'm in a, in a world of hurt. He's going up against Houston. He's got to get right. So got to hope he gets right. Has not rushed for over 39 yards in any mm-hmm. game this season so far. We Single got, digits last week. We've got some wide spreads in this. This is our fifth game. We are still in the double digits. Breezewood Nuts versus Philly Citywide. The Nuts are favored by 17 points. Drew, what's going on? What, what's going to happen in this matchup? Yeah, I think you know you you take a t- take a look at it and and you kind of start to see why. Um, you know, I, I think it's just more steady contributors um, on Breezewood's nuts team when you're looking at Mike Evans, Tyree Kill, Marquise Brown versus Michael Thomas, T. Higgins, Devin Duvernay. Um, it's it's you just trusting Hill way more than Higgins. You're trusting Brown way more than Duvernay. You're trusting Evans more than Thomas. I think the Leonard Fournette's uh, better than both of his running backs um, and uh, Edward Hilaire and, and Harris. And then Jared Goff has been surprisingly, surprisingly uh, uh, did, uh, decent. Um, yeah, it's been like great, you can't really say anything other than decent. Like, decent, it's like, like surprisingly above average. I think Zach Wilson, until Zach Wilson shows you something and maybe he takes a big step, right? We don't know, but I think the, the guess is it's going to be tough. So it's really, can Lamar Jackson put up 40 points? to keep this this close i i don't think so um i, I do think Mariota might come back down to earth but i just think there's going to be enough points spread throughout reesewood not to to cover Dave, Dave, uh is he is he just absolutely disregarding citywide's defense right now because it feels like he is i am, he is. I am. and listen i am kyle i i hear what they're saying i'm insulted for you these guys don't know what they're talking about. I haven't Look, said anything. Really, uh, uh, whatever. Look, you said the spread, man. Philly Citywide should not be 15-point dogs to anyone at this point, um, maybe with one or two exceptions, but they shouldn't be 15-point dogs. Lamar can go off at any time and, and has the last two weeks. He's taken this contract year thing very seriously. And, yeah, you just went across and said, you know, you like Breezewood's nuts wide receivers more. Sure, sure. Um, Devin Duvernay has four touchdowns through three weeks, scored in every game. No reason that's going to stop. You know, Buffalo's defense is a reason why it might stop. Uh, Buffalo's defense missing seven uh, starters, missing a couple, yeah, starters in that secondary. And look, the Duvernay Jackson stack, not not what we thought coming into the year, uh, but it's working so far. I'm going to take Philly citywide, uh, easy pick, guys. Easy pick. Yeah, for me. yeah, yeah. I'm taking citywide too. That defense. It's stout. It's terrifying. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Next matchup, we've got fancy footwork versus the Lewisburg Luchadors. I think these are maybe two of the weakest teams in our league right now. It's not really going out, going very well for either of them. However, Lewisburg Luchadors, 13 point favorites. Surprise? I am a little bit, but then you look at fancy footwork. Man, it's a lot of 60-point games this season, Drew. 
tell me, oh, or I guess Dave, excuse me, who's going to win this matchup? Yeah, so I, I said it last week with my hot take. I thought the Luchador, the Lewisburg Luchadors would start 0-3, and I thought they'd make the playoffs. And this is where it starts. Justin, <laughs> if you are listening, take Justin Fields and put him on your bed. <laughs> I do not care that, as you pointed out to me earlier this week, the Bears are 2-1. and one. Holy shit, the Bears are 2-1. and one. Justin Fields is not the reason why. Do not convince yourself in any way that Justin Fields should be starting on your team, okay? I don't care what draft capital you spend. I don't care if he blows up this week. He does not deserve to be in your starting lineup. You should not count on him. Put Jacoby Brissett in there against Atlanta, win this week, and start that playoff run. Uh, I think you do it, and I'm going to take the Luchadors to win and cover. Hey, yeah. Dave, uh, excuse Just, me, give me one second before you, before you go. I'm going to read this stat line out for you. 23 completions. 45 attempts, 297 yards, two touchdowns, four interceptions. What did I just read out to you? One rushing touchdown. Come on. Give the man oh. some respect. Oh, my, my some respect on his name. You Put read um, on his name. Josh Allen's first half stats from last week. <laughs> that's close. Unfortunately, that's Justin Fields' regular season stats. That's like a very bad one game, right? Like, how is this man? I, I don't know what they did to him in the offseason because this is a stat line of his from a one game last year. But my God, the Bears must be absolutely terrified of Justin Fields to make him so he's not throwing it this bad. So, Drew, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like I just had. Oh, it no. I mean, it's 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 that. I think, you know, there there's a reasonable chance that Justin Fields barely outscores Montrell Washington, who fancy footwork is starting, who has a combined total of 1.9 points this season. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Justin, you know what? Roll with Justin Fields. Who cares? You're going to win this game. You're going to oh. win it. You're going to win it. I, just roll with whoever you want. He's starting, uh, you know, Miko some- Hardman and, and Montrell, you know, Washington. You're you're in a fine spot. I think that's going to be enough. Now, you know, there's some wide receiver decisions you'll have if, if Keenan Allen plays, you'll probably plug him in. Um, and it's not all given. I would definitely start Brissett, but I think, I think Justin field, I think uh, the Lewisburg Luchadors win this pretty, pretty. Sometimes pretty. I'm worried that Justin takes the advice of the podcast and only the advice of the podcast. So let me remind you that Dalvin cook is hurt. So you should take him out and put in Damian Pierce. And let me remind you that Keenan Allen is on your bench. You should probably put him in if he plays for Hamler or Rogers, but they both put up a zero last week. So it doesn't matter. And George Pickens is scoring points and gets open a lot. So take Hamler, Rogers, Cook, Fields out of your lineup, fill them in, and you'll win this week. Yeah, I think I think you will. What's the next game? All right. The next game is Payton's making nachos versus the best TDs. And this, gentlemen, this should be a close game. I've got the spread at two points favoring the best TDs. Uh, Dave, I think you're next in the order. I've forgotten. doesn't really matter. Who you got um, and why? Tim. Do not start Joe Flacco this week. Uh, he's not starting, so don't start him. Um, but I see you already put Daniel Jones in, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. Guy looked pretty good on Monday night, right? Looked like pretty good. So Danny Dimes. Con- considering, I think the stat was he was pressured 26 times, and, and Byron just read off that 
Justin Fields doesn't have 26 pass attempts on the year. <laughs> Daniel Jones got pressured 26 times on Monday night. Um, he didn't have 26 completions. Okay, give some <laughs> man some respect. Uh, anyway, I, I think that's the right move. Um, you know, maybe Davis Mills over um, Connor. Maybe Davis Mills over Connor. Um, you know, consider that. But um, other than that, like AJ Green hasn't done anything this year. Uh, you know, maybe hit the um, maybe hit the free agency uh, pool or waiver wire and, and try to pick someone up. Um, but, oh, I clicked off of it really quick. So now let me click back. But the best TDs in the double D's division, best division in football. Um, I think if David Montgomery plays, um, you know, that's a big gain. If, if they don't, I do worry about that second running back. I think Jamal Williams should start, uh, especially with the swift news and, and possible injury there. Um, for for best TDs, um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of making this up as I go here, guys. Sorry, not as prepared yeah. as normal. I'm gonna go best TDs to cover. Um, yeah, I think um, close one. I'm I'm so sorry, Drew. I'm retaining my map uh, around the map powers because you defended Justin Fields, right? Like you're absolutely right. He did have that many completions, but unfortunately, we don't defend Justin Fields on the podcast. Therefore, you are muted. <laughs> I have to say that it's got to be the best TD because Christian McCaffrey, he's injured. He's doubtful for next week. Swift is injured, not playing for six games. So you're going with James Conner and Maeve and uh, James Robinson. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I got to go best TDs, Tim. I'm, uh, it looks like you're going one and three to start the season. Drew, you're on. I'm going with my heart here. I'm just going to go with my heart. Um, I looked up and down the lineup, Debo Samuel, Jalen, you know, Jalen Waddle, Jamal Williams, um, Matt Stafford. Um, however, Matt Stafford, bad matchup. Carson Wentz, bad matchup. Um, Debo Samuel, bad matchup. So I'm going to go ahead and hope those matchups hold um, and, and, and go with Christian McCaffrey, James Robinson, and Danny motherfucking Dimes. I think Danny Dimes gets over 25 points this week. He looked he looked good last week, guys. He looked good last week. And I'm just right. gonna throw that out there. You can mute me now. Uh, now it's time for a game of the week. We have the three and O scrubs versus the 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 best team the league has ever seen it's over a long period of time. Rams are the best. We also started the season off very hot. I believe both of them are close to 400 points on the season as it is right now. Rams are the best are favored by seven points. I've got Rams are the best 130 versus the scrubs. 124. Drew. I mean, what the fuck is going to happen in this matchup? This could very well determine the buy, right? Like, this is huge. Yeah, this is this is fun. Um, this is fun. I think it comes down to Thursday. Um, I think it comes down to Miami, Cincinnati, um, and is Tua and Miami for real? I think I have I have a sneaky suspicion that one of the three and no teams in the NFL is a fraud. Uh, is not going to make the playoffs, either the Eagles or the Dolphins. I think it's the Dolphins, right? I think it's, um, I think that's the team that comes back down to earth. They look good. Don't get me wrong. Um, but the Eagles look a little bit more complete. They have that offensive line. 
Um, and and when I watched Jalen Hurts, Tua looks a little bit more like Burrow last year. Jalen Hurts looks like he's taking a different step. Um, and I think Cincinnati comes back, gets right, gets a win. Jamar Chase goes off. Tua does not go off. And then it comes down to the rest of the things. I think Jeff Wilson, kind of Ramondre Stevenson, that can kind of cancel each other out. I think the, the, the tilt here is Jamar Chase over Rashad Bateman um, and Mike Williams over Brandon Cooks. Um, and then obviously Josh Allen's going to do Josh Allen things. But, but I'm going to go with Frederick Scrubs here. Um, I think it's going to be a fun game, though. It's a coin flip. There, there's a lot of good, good, good players on both sides that can go off. Uh, Dave, who you got in your own matchup? Despite what Byron did earlier, you never pick against yourself, boys. Uh, I'm going to take Rams are the best here to win and cover. Uh, I think it'll be fun. Frederick Scrubs has put up, uh, I think, between 122 and 129 every week. Um, that consistency is going to win you a lot of games. Um, I think he does it again. I, I think, you know, I, I think Rams need to put up 130 plus to win this. But I think this team is capable of that. It, it starts with the QBs and it starts on Thursday, like Drew said. I think if Tua can put up 20 plus, um, despite what Jamar Chase does, I think if Tua can put up 20 plus, that bodes well for this Rams team. Um, if he doesn't, I'm, I'm very worried right off the bat. I talked to the Scrubs owners and they think that uh, it's ridiculous that they are not favored in this matchup, that they have put up 120 points at least three weeks in a row. They are incredibly confident that not only will they win, but they will win big. And I'm here to tell you, Scott, you're wrong. I say Rams are the best. Comes back strong after a week showing in week three. And Scrubs, you go back down to earth a little bit. You're going to score 110. So uh, give me Rams are the best. And uh, I'm going to get a lot of hate and text messages throughout the week for this prediction. So let's move on to the final segment of this podcast, the money update. Drew, where did all the money go last week? Well, last week, it all went to the man who's feeling himself, Frederick Scrubs. He won the main pot, $20 for that. He won the side pot, blowing out his opponent and getting $15. That puts him tied for first in our league at $35 with the Rockville Cartographers who swept the first week. In second, Rams are the best at 20 And in third, best TDs with $15. Gentlemen, this week, too close to call. What's going to be the closest game? Dave? I mean, I think in the past, up until two years ago, I think this was like the team that went against Byron uh, always won. (laughs) Um, But not this week. I mean, he's got too big of a spread. Um, I'm going to go. Philly citywide. I think, like I said earlier, I think they pull off the upset here. Um, I think they win and I think it's close. So I'll go Philly citywide um, beating Breezewood's nuts. Byron? I'm going to hedge my bet and I'm going to say the Rockville cartographers after I locked in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with with Tim Ryan. I picked him. I'm going to double down. I'm going to say he ekes out a win against the best TDs. It's always a Ryan brother, guys. The Ryan brothers are in a squeaker every week. It's going to be one of them. Give me Tim Ryan. 
in in the last two minutes here can I actually you... actually it's always Drewish. every single one of my games has come down to the last thing so i, I scrap that i'm picking darn stout i'm going to eke it out on the last play of whatever game is the last thing it's going to decide it darn stout is going to go with past being prologue if, if you're still listening to the pod and maybe this will be a new segment but let's end the pod with a little bit of advice for those who listened all the way through so I'm going to ask you each a yes, no question, and we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Drew, if you had money and you had available roster spots, would you pick up $1 free agents to fill those spots? Yes or no? Yes. Byron, if you had available money and you had available roster spots, would you pick up $1 free agents to fill those spots? What is yes? <laughs> leave it at that. Well, that's our podcast. I hope you guys uh, love the new track. I think we're going to have to have that as our outro music. Hell yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, next uh, next time, I hope you uh, win your weeks. And uh, I hope everyone wins their weeks, except for the guy playing me. <laughs> Wait, is this you singing? <laughs> Yeah, this is me singing. <laughs> it's definitely not me singing. Poor Drew had to listen to the first iteration of this. And oh, it was, it was bad. so bad. It was so bad. Mr. Mike, run. Oh, it's so good. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs>